Okay, Boker Tov, everybody. So we're continuing Perkhaf of Mesila Isharim, the 20th chapter. We're discussing Mishkal HaChasidut, weighing Chasidut, weighing our actions to understand are they proper actions, do they fall into the categories of Chasidut, or are they improper actions that do not fall into the category of Chasidut. So we were discussing how actions must be evaluated based on the outcome, not just about what they look like, but what is going to come from the actions. And people have to look. We have to look in the future. right? We have to have the correct intentions. We have to uh, pay attention to what we're doing, Look in, uh, investigate what we're doing, and investigate the deeds, and also to have our faith in Hashem, that He's going to help us. But we always have to look at what the, out, the outcome of the actions are going to be. And all the person can only do that successfully with the help of Hashem. So, uh, we're going to continue with some more examples of this. So, Ramachal continues, The second Beit HaMikdash, He says that the second Beit HaMikdash was actually destroyed because of Chasidut, because people acted in, somebody acted in an extremely pious way that was not well weighed, it was not measured correctly. There's a story of Bar Kamsa. We have the story of Kamsa and Bar Kamsa. It's a very famous story where a person wanted to invite uh, somebody named Kamsa to the party and the messenger instead invited Bar Kamsa to the party. Bar Kamsa was his major enemy. He really hated Bar Kamsa. And when he... Bar Kamsa says, well, I'm, uh, he asks Bar Kamsa to leave. Bar Kamsa says, well, I'm here already. And the guy says, no, you have to leave. And then uh, first, Kamsa, sorry, Bar Kamsa offers to pay for his meal. He offers to pay for half the meal. He offers to pay for the entire meal. And the guy nevertheless kicks him out, completely embarrassing Bar Kamsa. And the Gemara brings us an example of Sinat Chinam, of baseless hatred. Eventually, Bar Kamsa goes and he's, he sees the, all the rabbis were sitting there. They didn't say anything. So now I'm going to go speak bad against the rabbis to the Roman government and get the, or bad against the Jews to the Roman government and get the Jewish people in, tr- in trouble. So the, the story goes that Bar Kamsa told the Roman governor to send a, a korban to the uh, Beit HaMikdash to, to be offered. And Bar Kamsa told him to bring it. And he put a certain blemish in the animal that he knew the rabbis were not going to bring this. And he wanted to use that to show the Roman emperor or the Roman governor, whoever it was, that the Jews were rebelling against him. So, So the rabbis said, well, let's bring the korban anyways, even though it has a blemish in it. Maybe let's just bring it anyway. Amar lahem, Rabbi Zachariah ben Avkolas, one of the Chachamim, Rabbi Zachariah ben Avkolas said, Yomru ba'alemamim, mumin, kerevim, lekabe mezbeach. He was afraid. Well, maybe people are going to have this misconception that korbanot that have a mum, that have a blemish, are allowed to be brought on the mezbeach. Savur lemiktaleh. So they said, well, maybe we should kill the messengers. Right? Maybe they, the, or kill Bar Kamsa, so he's not going to go and say something bad back to the, to the he's not going to report back to the Roman emperor that the, that the Jews were rebelling against him. So we'll, we'll kill Bar Kamsa. It, obviously, murder is never allowed, but it, in this case, it was to save the, the masses. So they thought maybe the Bar Kamsa is like a Rodef. Bar Kamsa, maybe, maybe he was like a person who was trying to kill other people, but you're allowed to kill him in order to save the masses. So Amr Lahem Rabbi Zachari bin Afkolas, people are going to, Rabbi Zachari bin Afkolas says, Yomru Matil Mum Bakodashim Mihareg. So he says, well, that's not good. You can't do that. People are going to think that if you put a blemish in a korban, you get the death penalty. People are going to have that mistaken, they'll, they'll mistakenly say that. So we can't do that either. So Ben Kach, Ben Kach, Halach, Atorasha. 
So Bar Kamsa went in the meanwhile, he went and he spoke uh, slanderously against the Jewish people. And the Caesar came and destroyed Yerushalayim. So Rabbi Yochanan says regarding this, The patience, he means humility, but here he means patience of Rabbi Zachariah, the fact that he was didn't want to, he thought he was, it's the way Misalat Yisharim is interpreting it, he thought he was being very pious by not bringing the Korban, by not wanting to kill, uh, uh, not wanting to kill Bar Kamsa, because people may come to this mistaken impression. So he thought he was being very pious by what he was doing, being a tzaddik, being a chassid, what he was doing. But what was the outcome? Hecheriva et beitenu, our house, our home, Beit HaMikdash was destroyed, v'sarfat hechalenu, and our uh, hechal, our place where the Shekhinah is, was burnt, and we were exiled. We were exiled amongst the nations. You see from here, right? We see from the story of Zachary ben Avkolas, we can't evaluate just based on the here and now. We can't evaluate actions of Chasidut based on the present circumstances. Because who knows? Who knows what the outcomes are going to be? We have to look this way. We have to look that way. We have to look at all the outcomes that can come. We have to think about it. We have to look in the future, see what can come from this action. So we see which one makes more sense based on the long-term outcomes of our actions. Is doing the mitzvah make more sense or separating from the mitzvah make more sense? In this case, Zachary bin Afkolas thought he was he thought he was being a chassid. He thought he was being very pious by not killing Bar Kamsa or by not bringing this korban. But what he didn't realize was the outcomes: destruction of Beit Hamikdash, the burning of the hechal, the exile of the Jewish people. All those were an outcome because the chassidut was not measured in the right way. Okay, Bezrah Hashem, in the next year, we're going to continue with more fascinating, fascinating examples of this concept of when it is better to separate from doing a mitzvah because of the outcomes and a very interesting topic of tochachav, giving rebuke to other people, Bezrah Hashem, we'll discuss in the next year. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Kol